0: Hey there, we're Megan, Lauren, and Lindsay.
1: We're three teacher advocates who've been where you are and know what you're going through. We believe that teachers are as important to the education system as the curriculum, and our goal is to support you as a teacher and a person.
0: This is everything your teacher prep didn't prepare you for. Welcome to Real Teaching
1: 101. Hello, friends. Welcome to Real Teaching 101. This is Megan. I'm staring at Lauren. She's drinking coffee. How's that coffee, Lauren?
0: It's getting kind of cold. Um, you know, it's that kind of temperature where it's not hot, but it's clearly on the decline of being hot. And that's because you and I were chatting so much <laughs> that I just kind of let it let it get a little cold. But it's in our ambitious Ed, slightly ambitious mug. I, I
1: saw. I
0: love so much, and I thought, oh, this would be a great little. I'm I'm snuggled in bed treat because I'm in bed today.
1: I'd like to point out that as soon as I turn the camera on, Lauren and I always talk on Google Meet for a while before we start recording. And as soon as her picture popped up, I was like, oh, we're both in bed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like we're on the same wavelength. Now, if you had your mug and slightly warm coffee, we would really be in sync.
1: Now, I don't have my mug and warm coffee, but hold on, I'll show you. I do have an iced coffee. Can you see? Oh, of course you do. Of course I do.
0: You know what? I had iced coffee the other day and I thought of you. I genuinely ordered iced coffee. And I was like, Megan would be so proud of me for actually ordering coffee with ice in it.
1: I love iced coffee. I can drink it anytime. Doesn't matter if it's Seventeen degrees here because it gets cold here. I would like to put out, put out, point out that it is afternoon for me, <laughs> so that's why I'm on the iced coffee.
0: Can I talk about this iced coffee that I had for a second? Please. Okay. So you know how sometimes you go to a um, mixologist bar and they do the fancy cocktails with the the oomph and the, the wow and the pizzazz and it's it's, mm-hmm. it's ultra fancy. That was like this iced coffee I had. They brewed it and then he takes like an orange peel and <gasps> peels an orange and does some orange zest and then there was some spice something that he put on top and then he hands it to me in like the plastic cup with the lid off, he goes, most people like to take the first sip without the lid on it for the aromatics. Oh and I was goodness. like, oh, so okay. this was
1: not in the Duncan drive through then.
0: Oh, no, this was in West Hollywood.
1: <laughs> that makes a lot of sense.
0: But it was freaking fantastic. I was like, I would travel over the hill for this coffee again.
1: Very nice. You can tell that we are in summer mode. And listeners out there, I hope you guys are all in summer mode. I don't know about you. It feels like it's flying by real fast for me. Real fast. Nothing gives me like more teacher on summer vacation mode than the fact that when our cameras turned on, we were both in our beds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The fact that I'm in pants that button is amazing at this moment.
1: Oh, I'm not. But good for you. (laughs) I'm glad one of us is. Well, anywho, we <laughs> we can move on now. So this is just going to be a short little prep period because, you know, unfortunately, prep periods are always very short if you even get to have one at all. But I thought today we'll talk a little bit about goal setting for teachers because by the time this recording comes out, it will be beginning of the school year ish or like, you know, just about time for the beginning of the school year. And I always get very like this is going to be my year. (laughs) This is going to be the year that like, I'm super organized and I keep everything in this planner and I use these teacher stickers and I'm not going to bring anything home and I'm not going to let any nasty emails get to me like this is going to be it. And um, how do you think that works out for me?
0: I'm guessing it's not entirely successful. And by the end of the first week, you're like, gosh, it's five o'clock. I got to get home.
1: Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. So (laughs) With that in mind, I thought maybe we could just chat about what would be some ways that we could actually help people with some goal setting and like the big ones that come to me are kind of like the leaving at a decent time not bringing work home kind of things
0: and those are the big ones but i think those are like the super big ones that are Mm -hmm. like asking somebody to run a marathon when you haven't run around the block type of a thing it's like yes we all want to be able to attain that but you've got to have those smaller habits that like boost your confidence of like i can do this then in order to be able to to attain that. So I would say focus on the smaller habits, whatever it is that you want them to be and like a monthly basis where you can evaluate how that month has gone and then adjust and reward as needed.
1: That's a very good point. So kind of like the walk before you run.
0: And I think we're also thinking of teacher goals like personally, you know, leaving before five and, and, and things like that, which are great. But what about the ones where you might want to reframe how you're teaching. So maybe doing more student talk, or maybe doing more group work, or maybe not assigning as much homework. Those are teacher goals as well, which might positively impact your students. And so the beginning of the year is a really good time to think about what changes you want to make and, and like a strategic plan to implement how you're actually going to do that. So it doesn't just live in, in your Limbo. Brain. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad that you said that because I know we've talked about this before, but Lauren and I actually have another podcast, too, called Cafeteria Confidence. And it's a podcast for tweens, teens and the people who love them. And we're taking a little break right now. But we have done an episode all about goal setting, actually, with a special celebrity guest. Do you want to tell the people who our celebrity guest was?
0: I do because I love this celebrity guest on so many levels. I think she is fabulous at what she does. And I also happen to know her personally because she's my cousin. So for any of you 90s babies out there who have watched She's All That and remember that PSA of the girl (laughs) with the frying pan who like damages the kitchen, that is Rachel Lee Cook. And she is also my cousin and she's fantastic. And she sat with us on the episode about goal setting. And on that podcast, we were talking about it in the lens of young people. But I think it applies to everybody and thinking about what it is that you want to achieve and how to actually do it.
1: Well, 100%. And so I thought I'll just take like, you know, double dip here and take a few of the things that we talked about with Rachel about goal setting for, you know, teens and tweens. And really, I feel like everything kind of applies to our teacher brains, too. So ways to set and achieve a goal, write it down hmm. Mm-hmm, That's a big mm-hmm. one for me.
0: And there's some crazy statistic about that of people who write down their goals are like 50 percent more likely to do them or to make it. I don't know what it is. And, and but
1: something like that. I like that. So write it down and then commit, which I think c- kind of is like what you were describing earlier. Be specific, asking for support and feedback and reflecting. And then like in true teacher fashion, it's like SMART goals. So the Mm -hmm. specific, uh, measurable, achievable, relevant, and then time bound. I like that time bound. That's something that like I don't ever think about when I'm thinking just about myself, you know, do it for like a week or a month or whatever, and then kind of like reevaluate.
0: Yeah. And I think that that makes it a much more manageable experience because it's not the long game. Mm -hmm. And people are people and you can mess up and that's okay. But it also gives you a chance to see where that that faltering happened and whether or not that's a goal you actually want to achieve or is actually relevant for you, which I know so many times I think, I'm really going to do it. I'm really (laughs) going to do it. And then I'm like, I really don't want to do this. It's right now in this time and space, it's not there. And I want to talk about the commit one for a hot second here. Okay. And I want to say that because how often do you have a goal, but you don't actually tell people about it? Mm -hmm. Do You ever do that?
1: Most of the time I'd say.
0: And so I think actually verbalizing your goal, whatever it is, telling somebody, hey, I'm going to try this because then people ask you about it. Hey, Mm -hmm. how's that going? Or they'll see something and be like, "Hmm, weren't you supposed to do X, Y, and Z? And a lot of the goals that I have truthfully are fitness related, which is how the gym that I used to go to, we had to write our goals on this board at the start of every month. And then at the middle of the month, they would ask about it. And at the end, you would say whether or not you did it. So A lot of the goals that I had were about that. And so I would go to work and people would offer me like a donut. And I'm like, you know what? Now I'm my goal for this month is X, Y, and Z. And then people started asking me about it and then stopped offering me donuts, which was simultaneously a really fabulous (laughs) thing because I didn't have to say no. But I guess the tangential point that I'm trying to make is sharing what it is that you're trying to achieve. I want to grade less can you help mm-hmm. me with strategies that are there or help me brainstorm or i'm trying to get more exercise during the day can you walk around the schoolyard with me whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're trying to do but tell people because don't you want to help people i do
1: yeah there's a a big part of accountability i think that really helps people when it comes to either even just trying something new and that was one of the other things we talked about in our original goal setting episode was kind of stepping outside of your comfort zone. And that's a big one, I think, for teachers, because I don't know about you guys, but for me, like I can very much get into the groove of, you know, it's this time of the school year. This is the thing I always do this time of year, like that kind of thing. And I think there, at least again, for me, there were like a ton of things that are kind of like out of my comfort zone, like, you know, starting like my own little classroom website, you know, posting pictures or even like when... (laughs) When it was the virtual time and like recording myself and videos like for the kids, and even if it was just like reading a story or stuff, those were not things that I was super comfortable myself doing. But I was so glad that I did them because I received such great feedback. Like one year I did, before school started, I read like a video of myself reading um, like the night before first grader or something like that and had emailed it out to all of the families in my class so the kids could watch it the night before. And, you know, I don't love being on video kind of thing, but... The kids really, really enjoyed it, and it was so cute to see them come in the next day, and they were like, oh, "I got your video, I got your email, I I have that book, I went and got the book while you read it," kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And so that was one of those things where I was like, okay, super outside of my comfort zone. I had not ever tried it before. It took me a few, took me a few tries to to even get it recorded and then get it emailed properly. But once I had done it, I was so so glad that I did. And I literally i I've saved it. I still have that video. But I just feel like kind of getting out of your comfort zone always like, I don't know, helps me feel kind of like fresh and renewed too. And I think teachers really need that sometimes.
0: Totally. Some of the goals that I've actually had, funnily enough, are to pull back on things, which I think is really an interesting part of it. Because usually when we think of goal setting, we think of doing more. Mm -hmm. Um, I have the tendency to have wanted to try and do all of the things and realize that that's probably not going to work. So I've set goals to do less. And by that, I mean my classroom doesn't need to be decorated to the nines. I can mm-hmm. have like words somewhere and I can have look night, but it does not need to be that Pinterest worthy classroom with the cafe lights and the pillows and the couch, which I love, but just wasn't going to happen. I can also think of how I would be efficient at grading papers. Like I can put the same kind of feedback that that needs to be there um, without having to write giantly long paragraphs that mm-hmm. might end up not being read. But being able to set goals for myself that less is
1: more sometimes. Oh, without a doubt. I think I finally got better at that less is more like this past school year. I really love doing like classroom parties and you know, with the COVID life, we haven't really been able to do anything, you know, for quite a while now. So we did an end of the year party and it was all pirate themed and we had read all these pirate books. And it was super, super fun. The kids had a great time. We had like a walk the plank. We had water beads. Um, We had a poop deck game, which was like throwing little pretend poops in a toilet, which was super, super fun. I'm sure they found that hilarious. <laughs> yes. But I felt like I had done I did a really good job for me, not spending a ton of money, not really going overboard. I used a lot of things that I already had. And I I feel like I'm definitely kind of hard on myself sometimes where it's like, oh, keep doing this, do one more thing, do one more thing, do this. And I just really felt like just kind of like calm about the whole thing and I am like, "Oh no, this is good. Like I can use these things that I already have. Like I don't have to have fancy bowls to put all the snacks in and and I don't I don't know and it was just I really enjoyed myself. I know the kids really enjoyed themselves, but it was definitely like it's okay to I guess cut yourself a break on some things and, and not always feel like you've got to be extra.
0: Yes, I totally. Anything that is reusable Mm-hmm. And saves you some time and energy is fantastic. I, I actually just recently threw away my bulletin board sayings. And mm-hmm. I, I, got, I used to create a whole new saying for every month. And I used to change out the color of the paper and stuff. And I, at one point, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I found all of the sayings that I used to keep that was like, this is the March saying. This is the April saying. And realizing that I did not need to continually refresh every dang month.
1: Yeah. And like with bulletin boards, like I remember thinking I had to do like one every month or even, you know, every holiday or whatever. And then I got down to the point where I was like, oh, I could do them seasonally. Mm -hmm. I could do like, you know what I mean? Like a welcome back. I could do a winter, like that kind of thing. And that really, and it still made it, I was still like... like it was fun for me too. Like I still enjoyed looking for bulletin board ideas and doing crafts with the kids, but it didn't feel like it was this overwhelming to-do thing that was like on my list. And I, I know some some schools have rules about things like that. So I know that that's not something that would work for everybody, but that was just one example that came to mind. The last thing that I just wanted us to talk about, and I feel like this <laughs> is good advice for always. And that was like, look for your wins. Mm-hmm. What have you already accomplished. It can be so hard to start something new, especially if you feel like you're failing or you're making mistakes. So I love the idea of like looking back at what you've already accomplished. You know, look back at like the pictures of the previous years, look back at all of like the habits you've already changed or whatever it is for your goal setting. Like think about how your first few years teaching and maybe you brought, you know, stacks of things home all the time or or spent way too much of your own money and like how you've progressed from there, whatever it is that, you know, your goal is. But I I just, I love the idea of already seeing or looking back and seeing what you've already accomplished because it's so hard to remember that sometimes. And it's so easy to focus on the negative.
0: Absolutely. I love that. I don't have too much more to add to that. (laughs) I think you did such a fantastic job. But wins are really important to recognize success and to recognize your growth and to see where you've actually evolved, which isn't that the whole point of goal setting is to change something that you want to change and desire a change. And I also want to say this about goal setting is it's kind of a lot of of practicing what you preach. And I know that's something that we talk Mm -hmm. about a lot here. But think about what we ask our students to do for themselves, which we also need to do. That's not to say y'all don't do it. But I, I think to kind of have that metacognitive moment about this is what we ask from our students, and I'm going to do it the way that I might teach my students how to do it It can go a long way. And um, I I just value practicing what I preach.
1: 100%. Well, I hope that this little prep period was helpful for somebody out there. I'd love to hear from you if you wanted to share with us, like, do you have any new goals for the school year? What are they? Have you found any ways that have proven to be really helpful for you in achieving your goals that we could maybe share with other people. So if you would please, you could email us at realteaching101 at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you.
0: And on that note, if there's something that we missed, now granted, this is a prep period. We did not dive very deep into this topic. We scratched the surface. But if there is something that you wish that we said, and we can say it on social media because that's how time works now, also let us know, realteaching101 at gmail.com. And
1: we'll stick your ideas out there. Yes. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you next class. Bye. Before you leave us today, know that you're appreciated and we know you're doing everything you can. Let's stay in touch. Follow
0: us on Instagram or Twitter at RealTeaching101 or email us at RealTeaching101 at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Ambitious Ed.
1: Thanks for listening today and we'll see you next class.